the Lord, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Well, uh, beloved people, I know that there is a very big gathering going on now. I'm aware that in this land, the entire church leadership, over 20,000 or so senior bishops, senior pastors, regional overseers, and all the uh, involved in the running of the church, I'm very much aware. I'm very much aware that they are meeting at the Nakuru main altar. Uh, but, uh, beloved people, the Lord Jehovah spoke with me this past night. The Lord God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father, He spoke with me this past night again about the glorious coming of the Messiah. And this, in this particular conversation, the Lord put me on a road and He wanted to show me the condition of that road and the amount of work that needs to be done. And that road is a road that goes across the entire earth. And when he put me in that road, on that road, the path that has been done, and then we ran into a rough road. We ran into the part of the road that has not been done. The other part is well done, has been done by the Lord Jehovah. Well tarmacked, well marked, smooth wide, powerfully prepared for the King, for the King of Glory, Jehovah Yahweh, for Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the King of Righteousness, the King that is coming. And so, however, we ran, as I was traveling with the Lord, we ran into a road, onto a road that was not made. And it was going, it was a rough road. It's a dirt road. There's no tarmac. But as we ran on that, onto that road, the path that needs to be prepared, then what, what astonished me is that uh, as we began to run on that road that is not prepared, then immediately there was, it, it, there was a branching that went right. There was a branching that went left and another went right. So the, the road split. So that, that road, the Maram road, it, it was not just that much Maram. It was both soil and Maram and muddy and there were potholes also and it was narrow. And you, you could see that some vehicles have tried to go on it and we were, I was traveling with the Lord in a vehicle. I was traveling with the Lord God, Jehovah, God the Father, in a vehicle. And he made me drive, drive this vehicle. So I could see ahead of me that some tires have been passing here. Some vehicles have been passing here. So you see, at one point, the tires were stepping more left. At the other point, they were stepping more right. But we reached a place where the Lord, the, 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 the Lord now showed me that the road has split. So one bit of the road went left and the other went right. And then the Lord Jehovah, God the Father, told me to take right. So we continued on the one going right. But as we were going right, we could see the parallel. We could see the other one that branched left. It was running a little bit parallel from our left. So we could see it also going that way. But eventually I saw 
some houses there, so two houses, it hit two houses. There's a vehicle, the vehicle that followed that road hit a house, hit two houses. There's a first house, it hit on its right hand side and they demolished the, 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 the roof, part of the roof, like the gutter. And the second house, it hit so much that got demolished, but now the road ends there. It ends into an accident. So I could see, I could see from this side, the Lord was showing me the other road. Look, the other road has ended, and there is an accident also that takes place to those vehicles that took that road. But this other road was also quite uh, still needing work. And so uh, the Lord put me to walk through this road until finally it, it breaks through. We did break through now, and there was a wonderful road. It became a wonderful road, and it's connected very well to where we were supposed to reach. Again, this past night, the Lord Jehovah, God the Father, has spoken with me about the glorious coming of the Messiah, the King, the Redeemer, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the glorious Lamb of God, the Lord Christ. And in this conversation about the glorious coming of the Messiah, the Lord Jehovah traveled with me. He put me in a vehicle so I was driving. So I can see the dashboard and the bonnet in front there as I was driving this car with God the Father inside the car. And as I drove this car, he kept guiding me until we now, once we get the good part of the road and then we enter the rough road. When we enter the rough road, no sooner had we entered the rough road than it forked. It branched, separated out, one going left, the other going right. And God the Father directed me by voice to take the one that was going right. But as we were traveling on this one going right, it has its own challenges because it's not met. It has not been met. It has not been tarmacked, has not been leveled. There's a lot of potholes, and you can see that some vehicles pass there, but uh, they, they're trying to evade potholes, so you see tires, you see tires. But as we were on this one that branched right and continued straight on, then we were able to see, also see the one that branched and forked out left and the vehicle that followed it. So we could see very clearly that there was an accident. At one point when we continued on, we could see on the left and God the Father drew my attention to the fact that that road ended. It ended because it hit the first building. All of a sudden it runs into a building almost like a homestead. So it hit the first building, but it hit around the gutter and the roof, the roof. And then after that vehicle hit the roof, it went on and smashed, the, 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 then now the next one. Because the first building it hit, the one that it hit the roof, whose roof it hit, was slightly on the road, but slightly left. So it hit and still managed to get through. But the next building was right on the road. The road came to an end. So it smashed on that building and there was a demolition there, but the vehicles could not go. The road ended there. While this one still went on, I was dodging the potholes and so forth, and God the Father put me there to prepare this way, this one here that has not yet been done. And I began to work there until finally it became a smooth way, well tarmacked and everything and connected to the destination that we were traveling to. God, the Father, Jehovah, Yahweh, inside the car, and myself. So, what is the Lord saying? And I know 
we have almost 20,000 heads of churches, uh, senior, the senior archbishop, the deputy archbishops, the presiding senior bishops, senior pastors, senior overseers, regional overseers, senior pastors, evangelists, uh, correspondents, the church leadership elders. Church leadership is meeting now, and of course the whole world is tuned in. But what is the Lord saying in that? I'll read the following scriptures, then I'll describe to you what the Lord is saying. The book of Isaiah, chapter 57, verse 14. Again, Isaiah 57, 14. This is what he says. On this one, this particular scripture, I'm reading 14 and 15, but what I wanted to read is 14. And he says, And it will be said, Build it up, build it up, prepare the way, Take every obstacle out of the way of my people. For thus saith the Lord, thus saith the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in a high and holy place. And with the oppressed and humble of spirit, to restore the spirit of the lowly and revive the heart of the contrite. Very powerful. He said, build it up, build it up, build up the way of the Lord. Prepare ye the way and take every obstacle out of the way of my people. And I'm reading another scripture right away. The book of Isaiah chapter 62 verse 10. Isaiah 62, verse 10, this is what he says. He says, Go out, go out through the gates, prepare the way for the people, build it up, build up the highway, clear away the stones, raise a burner for the nations to see. Again, go out, go out through the gates, Prepare the way for the people. Build it up. Build up the highway. Clear away the obstacles, the stones. Raise a banner for the nations to see. And I'm reading another one before I explain to you what the Lord is saying. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 18, verse 15. He says, Yet my people have forgotten me. They burn incense to worthless idols that make them stumble in their ways on the ancient roads and walk on bypaths instead of the highway. Again, I repeat, Jeremiah 18, verse 15. Yet my people have forgotten me they burn incense to worthless idols that make them stumble on their ways, in their ways, on the ancient roads, and walk on paths instead of the highways. So that, that, that forsaking him is what has caused them, he says, first of all, to burn incense to the worthless idols that are not God at all, and then to stumble in their ways on those, the ancient roads they follow, and he says the bypass, instead of walking the highway of the Lord, 
that even the wicked fool cannot error to find that road. Now, I am reading also the book of Isaiah. I'm reading Isaiah 35. Isaiah. Isaiah. I can begin with Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40, verses 1 to 5. And this is what he says. Isaiah 40, 1 to 5, beloved people. Let me get one version for you here. NIV this time around. Isaiah 40, 1 to 5. I can read, uh, let me get King James. Isaiah 40, 1 to 5. This is what he says. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably. The other version says, Speak ye tenderly, speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem, and cry unto her that her wayfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double of all her sins. Verse 3 says, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Verse 4, Isaiah 40, he says, Every valley shall be exalted. Others versions say raised up. Every valley shall be exalted. And every mountain and hill shall be made low, meaning mowed down. And the crooked, the crooked shall be made straight. And the rough places a plain. And then verse 5 he says, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. And then the book of Isaiah, as we finish, Isaiah 35. Isaiah 35, verses 8 to 9, before I explain to you what the Lord is saying right now. Right now, hot from heaven, what the Lord is saying to the church. And what an awesome thing that all of you are together at the Nakul main altar, and then the whole world is tuned in on this kind of Saturday. What an awesome moment to receive from the Lord. And he says, again, Isaiah 35, 8 and 9, he says, And an highway shall be there, and a way. It shall be called the way of holiness, and clean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring man, though fools shall not err therein. Meaning even a fool cannot fail to find it. Verse 9 he says, No lion shall be there, nor any, any ravenous beast shall go about, go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. So again, beloved people, the Lord Jehovah, he puts me into a car, this very, very mighty vehicle. And inside the vehicle is God the Father himself, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Godhead, the creator of all the universe, Jehovah Yahweh. And the steering was on 
driving, and then we run into this rough road that needs to be met. As we go by the rough road, just a little bit, no sooner as we hit the rough road, with potholes in the dark road, there's no tarmac, it's not been made. When we left tarmac and hit this road, right immediately it forked, it branched. One side went left and one went right. And God the Father instructed me by voice to take the one that was going right. As we were going right, on this one, going the one going right is more straight, by the way. It was more like we we're going straight. The other one, you know, to destroy this. As we were doing so, we could see the parallel. The other one trying to parallel. The one that right left was almost running parallel with us, but at a tangent. And then there came a place when God the Father, the God of our Lord Jesus, drew my attention to the fact that the other road, the vehicles that followed it, they hit. They hit a roof around the gutter, the place that collects water when it rains on the roof, around the gutter of the first building, and then the next building was right on the road. So it smashed the building, and the vehicle came to a stop. The road ended. But as we move on with this one here, as he that speaks with you was walking this road, we finally made it to the destination. We got the father on board. So the Lord is speaking here in very, very profound and serious manner, in a very timely way also for this generation and this church, this blessed generation, the blessed Church of Christ, the Church of Christ that has lived to hear the announcement of the glorious coming of the Messiah, to see the messengers that come to prepare the way of the Lord for the glorious coming of the King, the King of glory, the King of righteousness, the Redeemer, the Creator of all the heavens and all the earth, and everything in heaven and on earth, nothing was created except by him and for him, the Messiah, the Lamb of God, the glorious Lamb of God, my Redeemer, my Lord, and my friend. So, this generation is so blessed because it has seen this hour, this dispensation of preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. And it's such a powerful moment, an empowering moment, because that preparing the way of the way, your sin has come with some irreducible minimums in terms of the standards of salvation. Because they have come back to restore. The Lord has sent them to restore the benchmarks of salvation, which are actually the benchmarks of heaven, righteousness, holiness, to bring back into place repentance as the true gospel that Jesus preached and Jesus deposited on the church. And he's saying, uh, before I give you this, uh, the revelation I'm, uh, I'm bringing to you now on this dream that God the Father has given the church tonight, this day, he's saying that this generation has lived to hear the pronouncements of they that come to restore everything and prepare the way for the glorious coming of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Redeemer. And in this process, also the latter anointing has come into the house, and tremendous power has been demonstrated in the house of the Lord, thereby restoring the power of the blood, and the power of the cross, and the power of the glorious gospel, the glorious gospel that Jesus deposited, again, into the church. In other words, in the past, some people have transacted in the house of the Lord, and they have robbed away, they have taken away, they have washed away, they have eroded they have eroded the age, 
message of the gospel by participating in malpractice, acts of corruption, acts that do not befit the tremendous gospel that was sung, the hymn that was sung by our Lord Jesus on that Calvary cross. And so, that apostasy has now been laid to bear and open. So the Lord Jehovah is saying the following. He's saying that the messengers that prepare the way are actually preparing the way together with he himself, God the Father. That is why you see he was in that vehicle. And that vehicle was amazing. As I was going, it was preparing the way. Right. As I was riding through it, it was and clearing everything. And that vehicle is reaching deep, deep into the deeper ends of the earth because it looks more like deeper villages too also. And then, the Lord Jehovah is saying that in the past, because you see, we drove and we found the road forked. In the past, some unscrupulous people, some people of deception, some false teachers have come and they have detoured. They have branched out with the church. They have taken the junction that was left. They have taken the left, the, the left where it forked the, the junction, they took left and left the main way that heads the destination, the promise to the church, the land of rapture, the land of the kingdom of God, the glorious kingdom of Yahweh. This is the premise of the entire conversation. It's essentially the Lord God Almighty speaking about apostasy in the present day generation, the present day church, in the heart of the present day believer. So it has ramifications. There is a stratification of different levels of that apostasy that has been demonstrated and well illustrated by the branching out of the main way, the road, the highway. So then they take the byway. They take the other roads. When the highway is clear here, and it remains relatively straight, by the way, no rugged and unprepared, but it was heading straight. The one that branched left is the one that branched, branched out, but this went straight, so you would wonder. It would be a wonder, really, for anyone to even branch left because you can almost tell that you should be going straight. So again, God the Father travels with me on this road and then all of a sudden, then there is a left branching which means some people branched out with the church. They took the left hand, the left hand, the one that turned left, a little bit left. And it is so deceptive because at one point you see God the Father in the vehicle that I was driving is able to draw my attention to the events on the other road that had branch left, but it appears as though going parallel with us. Meaning, they are also still lying to them on the other road that they are headed in the same general direction, same destination, when actually the truth is that that road comes to a dead end and only this one delivers, delivers the church to the promise, to the destination, to eternity, to the kingdom of God. So you can understand this is a very profound conversation the Lord has laid right before the church on this day. And it's going to be a major theme of the conversation that will be involving the nations that will be churning around the world together with the glorious tales and all this. But you can imagine that even as I head to Peru, Lima, Peru, this is going to be really, really a main theme, the center theme, central theme of the conversation that will throw the church for some time now. Because this is the dispensation of preparing the way. But now I'm very shocked that one road has already branched left. Not only is the 
road, the highway of the Lord destroyed, thereby needing a complete overhaul to be scraped out and a new road with its own foundation laid, like he did for the church in Kenya, all of you that are meeting where you are now, the senior uh, uh, leadership, the council of bishops and the senior overseers, regional overseers, senior pastors and so forth, you can see that right from the beginning, when he sent these two prophets to you, what they did, they saw that the state of fall was so bad, they had to rebuild, they just built a new church by laying a new foundation. That's why you are where you are today. That's why you are in Akuru. They're meeting, and I'm very shocked that the same nation that was blessed enormously yesterday, blessed beyond measure, this morning, even deep wailing, wailing like something has gone wrong, they're rolling on the soil, all of them with ashes and sackcloth, they are crying to God. That's why you are in that form. Because these two prophets essentially laid a new foundation and built a new road. They did not patch it up. Patching up is the common practice today. If you look at most of the highways in Africa and Europe, even the United States, when they find a portal, they patch it up. They patch it up here. But those ones always, the water comes, rain comes and erodes them. You get back the same road with potholes. And remember, the King of Glory, the Messiah, the glorious name of God, will not come onto a road that has potholes and bumps and hills and what. That is not prepared. That's why the advanced team is right now here. You know that every time a president, a prime minister, a king is going to a place, there is the advanced team that is always sent to prepare the way. That's why you see in your towns, there is the clearing of the road, the tarmacking of the road, the painting of the lines and everything, the clearing, the putting of traffic lights, restoring those that are not working, and so forth. Why? Because the king is coming. The same thing happens in the kingdom of God. The advanced team is already here. They that speak with you today are the advanced team. Everybody knows globally right now. And they are the ones that essentially have been sent to prepare the way, to mark the way, to see where the way will pass. If you find a stumbling block here, they say, no, let's move it this way. That was difficult. Those people have refused to prepare the way. Let's bring the king this way. Let him pass on this other side here. If he finds that the way is not prepared, the advanced team will not allow him to pass through your community, pass through your country, pass through your district, pass through your counties, your provinces. They will always prepare the best way for the glorious Lamb of God. And they will always chart the best place. They say, no, 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 the king deserves this other one here. This one, this nation prepared so well. Let's, let's make sure he passes through this other side. That is the same thing that happens with the kings of today on the earth and the presidents and prime ministers and leaders. But how much more than the king of glory, the glorious Lamb of God, the Messiah, the Lord Christ, the Redeemer, the Savior, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. So what has astonished me so much in this conversation the Father has revealed to me this night is the fact that actually it's not just that the road is destroyed and thereby needing totally to be dug out and then a new foundation of the road laid and a new tarmac laid and new, new tarmac poured and machines run on it make it smooth and clean and then mark it. Not only has the main road, the highway of the Lord, been damaged, but also some people have detoured. Some people have branched out to the church, and those now became two different destinations. They have branched out the church to a dead end, because the other road 
very shocked because the building was right at the center of the road. The Lord actually lifted me up from the car. He made me go to see the fact that the other road. And it was such shocking. There was a whole conversation between the two prophets and Jehovah. There was an audio conversation until he lifted the two prophets up so to go and see. Because at first I didn't uh, understand. I saw the roof had been hit. I thought the road still navigated its way out. The other road that goes left. But he lifted the two prophets there to see and surely the road had come to a dead end. Beyond that house that was smashed, that was sitting right at the center of the road, there was no road. And so the Lord is speaking in very major ways, in a very profound manner, is speaking that at this time, there are different hierarchies and levels of that apostasy. That detouring is called apostasy. The falling away from true faith. The falling away from true Christianity. And remember, these things that cause you to fall away, the immorality of the day that you see today, the love of money in the church more than loving Christ, where they just preach the gospel of money. In fact, some of them say, for us, we are about money. If you're not about money, don't come here. You reach at the door, the first thing you do, you're given an envelope. If you need baptism, 1,000 shillings. If you need what, $200. If you need what. So it's just money, money, money. And now it's open. Right now it's open. They do it openly on global TV. And yet the Lord never told them that, look, if you come to serve me, I'll deny you. I'll not take care of you. Instead, he said, worry not. Do these birds up here ever worry about tomorrow? How about the lady? But in the process of that apostasy, that falling away, that deception into sexual immorality, into lies, false prophecy, false teachers, false evangelists with the false gospel, the gospel of the earth, the gospel that does not preach holiness, does not raise and exalt righteousness, the gospel that does not embrace repentance and the sensitivity of heart towards sin, that every time you see sin, you're outraged, you scream out. The gospel that does not do that, does not sensitize the church to sin, they are branched out. So, this branching out you see on the road is essential apostasy. This is what the Lord was showing me. He said, look, apostasy has occurred while you're preparing the highway, some people are passed on the other side. In Kenya, it is true. You can see there are certain churches. There are certain churches and pastors in Kenya here. You can call them the enemies of the anointing. They hate anything called the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Lord, they hate it. Because it proves that God did not call them. When they see this ministry, and they see the creepers walking, they can even dare stand up and try to preach against it. How dare you? How can you feel bad when God Almighty has raised the cripple, has opened blind eyes? That's why the Lord calls them the enemies of the anointing of the Lord, the enemies of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So they have continued on another road. In fact, they always wish that which meeting is that? Oh, there is central part. I'll let you get finished quickly so you move on to something else. They always want to move on to something else. They always want to move. That's why the other day, Senior Bishop Joanne had to rebuke Anna Antilla. Rebuke Pastor Anna Antilla from Finland. Why? Because a big thing has just happened in Nairobi. The dreadful prophets of the Lord have just walked with more than, I don't know, 25 cripples. It's all over the web now. They have 40 cripples, rather. 25 HIVs. So many blind. It was such a stun. It is a wonder. It's not in the Bible. It is shocking. One single cripple is the whole chapter in the Bible. And yet she was playing another message that day. She had to rebuke her. 
But the same thing is happening to these other churches here. They want to move on with another conversation. And the Lord is saying, no, you can't wish this one away. You will not do so. This is the way that leads to eternity. Now look, they reach the dead end. They are bright south. Even in this country, there are churches, I will say. There are churches in this city and all over the country that are busy doing something else. They are busy doing something else. Another program, while the Lord is affirming, re-emphasizing every time, prepare the way, prepare the way, prepare the way. And that's why I'm saying, this apostasy that the Lord has illustrated here by the branching of the road, path going left and the main one, highway, going right, it has different hierarchies. Begin with nation. There are nation, churches like in Nigeria, who would have wished that this ministry, you know, they just say, wish you wished away, and then what has happened? The cloud has come down? Okay, yes. Okay, next, next. Let's pass it. Let it be a passing cloud so that we can move on the way we used to be. In South Africa, Nigeria especially. And many other countries, Europe also, by the way. Sweden. I remember one time the Lord sent me to Sweden. And one of the pastors said, I'm not able to come to your meeting because I'm going to so-and-so's crusade. Then I was like, how dare you? Whom do you think you are talking to like that? You can imagine speaking to the Lord God in this way, the one who sent me, the one who sent these two dreadful prophets. So they are church level. There is a church level of that detour, of that apostasy. There is a national level where the nation there are nations that have just followed another way. You can see that they are not willing to embrace the highway. They want to go on their way. They say, no, 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 no. In this country, for us, we have our spiritual leader. Yes, we have our, the father of the nation. Like in Nigeria, they are so-called fathers of the nation. <laughs> in this country, we have our, our father of the nation. Uh, we have a senior pastor here. Uh, yeah. In Rwanda, this is our senior. In Uganda, this is our senior uh, father of our nation here. In South Africa, this is our father of the nation. And yet, God is doing a new thing. He's saying, build ye up. Build ye up. Prepare. Build up the highway, the way of the Lord. He says, and an highway shall be there. And the way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. And they are unclean, will not pass over it. The Lord is building the way. How can you still say, oh, in this nation we have our father? No, for us we have a father of the nation. You have a father of the nation and he's not preparing you for eternity. And the Lord has overruled everybody else and sent these two to prepare the way for the glorious name of God, the Messiah, the King of Kings. The reason the church was created for this day was you enter heaven and you say you have your own national uh, spiritual father. So this fall that the Lord has spoken to, there are different levels. There are national levels. There are continental levels like Australia, for example, where they can just make it so difficult for you to come and prepare Australia. They say, no, 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 no. In Australia, we have our things here. We have our churches here. You see them on global TV every day. Yeah, so that even, probably it's difficult for you to navigate your way to go and help them. Help, remember the word is help them. This is so astounding, beloved people. The continental level. And then the national level. Say, no, 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 in this country, we, we 
listen, even the government listens to spiritual heads and so on, so is our spiritual head. So that now they have closed the way for the Lord to come and help them, close the door. This is what the Lord is speaking about by the road that branched out. Some people are on another road while the Lord Jehovah is here with his two prophets preparing the highway of the Lord to deliver the church into eternity. How sad. Very sad. How awful. Awful indeed. But then, there is also the church level. Where the different churches, you find, oh, we, we have our own Christian TV in Kenya. We, we are, you know, we are this kind of church. We have our own TV. We have our own thing. So they can almost turn around and you preach against the Lord. Preach against the move of God, you can imagine. The devil is a liar. Shetania Shindwe, Germany. Because they are comfortable at the church level with their denomination, with their church. We, this is our church. We have our TV. We have our radio. We, we are comfortable here. For us, we'll continue this way because it has been working for us. But God is doing a new thing because there is a shifting of the clock in heaven. He says he has overruled everything. Look at the anointing. Overruled everything. Until the sun can clap. And he's doing this thing to create a wonder. To make people wonder. To create dread. To make people dread. To create an alarm. To create a tension that they may come to these two. That when they say, let us clap, even the sun claps. He lowers them from heaven to make sure it is without unmistakable that this is them. He does things that are totally uncounterfeitable. Like the cream from their residence and cripples are risen. Cripples get up from the soil, blind eyes, what? It's a wonder, it's a shock. It's a turn, it's alarming. It's meant to alarm you that you may run there quickly and say, what is the Lord saying? Can you help us? Can you prepare us? But then because of this detouring, there is now those who have followed that way. And then look now, they reach a dead end. They don't reach heaven. That's what the Lord is showing here. So not only is the road destroyed, the highway, by those walking the highway, but he's saying there is a branching. They are branched out, and that is the apostasy. And I say, there is another level, the believer's level now, the personal believer. You, the lady who is born again, and you are supposed to be the highway of holiness. And yet you are saying, no, for me I will mix a little bit with short military dressing, tight shoulder, but I'm still born again. That is the, the fall, the apostasy at the personal level. You've taken another road. You've right left. Me, I'm born again by my children, I'll, I'll dress them like this. That is the fall at the personal level. So the Lord spoke quite profound, beloved people. He spoke in a very serious way, precious people. Very, very serious. In a very serious way he has spoken. And he says, it will be said, build it up, build it up, prepare the way, take away every obstacle out of the way of my people, out of the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, even as you are meeting the senior leadership, over 20,000 leaders are meeting senior leadership of the church, and those who are all over in your home, and those tuned in in their largest numbers by radio, globe, and so forth, by the internet, and through the terrestrial footprint of Jesus is already 105.3 and 105.9 FM.
this is a very powerful message and powerful time in the history of the church. Powerful indeed, because the Lord is now engaging the church on such matters of eternity, matters of preparing the way. Meaning, he's talking about delivering the church to our promised destiny. So, beloved people, that is what the Lord has said, that there is a fall. And be careful wherever you are. Be careful where your pastor takes you. That's why I say, some of them, they even see cripples raised and all this, and try to preach against it. Why? Because of the fall. Because that anointing, that tremendous astronomical anointing, heavenly anointing, is a challenge to them. But you see, the revival is too great. Muslim families are coming. Like in Mombasa, after me, she was raised. The entire community is now tied up. They want Jesus. Five families came to church the previous Sunday. It's a big thing. When did that happen, beloved people? When did such a thing ever happen? Where do you see that? The Lord is saying he has unleashed power, and the evidence is unquestionable, unmistakable, undeniable, incontrovertible. That surely this is the way. That these are the messengers, the forerunners, the advanced team that have come to prepare the way. The King of Glory is coming. The Messiah is coming. The glorious name of God is coming. I have to work with the spade every day. I have to keep the spade going to fill up the pothole, to dig it out, to lay a new foundation, smoothen it with a roller, and paint the side, paint the highway. Because my King is coming, the Messiah, the glorious Lamb of Heaven, the darling of Heaven, the glorious Lamb of God is coming. The one that visited with me here two days ago, in a serious extended conversation, that is the King of the universe, that's the creator of all the heavens and the earth. He is coming. We have to prepare in trembling. That's why his slaves, his servants are down here preparing the way. And God the Father is on board. He's helping them prepare the way for the King. Prepare the way for his glorious Son. Because he already did the perfect job at Calvary. So now these two prophets of the presence of God, the ones that stand before the Lord of all the lords, the Lord of all the earth, the Lord Jehovah, they are now working with God the Father. He that knows the day and the hour, working overdrive to prepare the way for the King Jesus, for the Messiah, the glorious Lamb of God, the one that pays such a price. With your blood you purchased all men for our God. Now they have all become priests to serve in the temple, in the house of the Lord. Jews and Gentiles alike, that they may all be a people unto the Lord. So the Messiah is coming, beloved people. The Lord has spoken in a very mighty way. What a mighty, mighty weekend we've begun already, even as we begin our bearing out to other nations, to Lima, Peru. But what a mighty weekend we began with such a tremendous message eh, in this country and in many other countries. And I know that this is going to be a developing conversation, a developing story. And just stay tuned on Jesus is Lord Radio, 105.3, 105.9 FM. And that's terrestrially on our terrestrial footprint. And then also through the Castor FM, the global internet. And then you'll be able to know, you'll be able to know what the Lord is unveiling more on this conversation. But remember, the glorious stairs have been raised. They have been lowered and they are now raised above the earth here. And I kept telling you that those that walk the narrow way, those that the Bible said in the book of Matthew chapter 8, 10 and 11, that from as far as east is to as far as west is, many Gentile nations will take the revival, take the Christ, and come here and pass you by 
and go walk those stairs and enter the glorious kingdom of God and eat. They will eat the feast. They will enjoy the wedding supper of the Lamb with the patriarchs of Israel, with Abraham, with Isaac and Jacob, and with the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. May the Lord bless you. And I bless you all the bishops who are meeting today. Bless you. You know, your blessings have been eternal. They have been decreed. It was very astounding and shocking when I woke up to find that you are wailing and you are rolling in sackcloth with ashes on your head. Then I said, wow, that is the heavenly church. I wish this could be a classroom. And I really implore upon Joanne Mutai and the rest to transmit this to the nation. That Kenya becomes the classroom to teach other nations the secret. What is the secret? What is the secret of Kenya? Why the revival is going bigger and bigger? It's not even exponential. It's vertical growth up. It's growing up. It's beyond exponential now. Raising cripples, blind. The gospel is being preached. God is speaking from there. What is the secret? Let I say the secret is that. Because yesterday, yesterday night, the whole night, there was national celebration. You were blessed by the Lord eternally. Wake up this morning, you are in the sackcloth with ashes on your head and rolling in the soil in more than 20,000 top leadership of this ministry. How awesome a nation, how awesome a church. So let that be the example for all nations. If you want to know why the Lord has such a wonderful disposition of love unto this land, then there you go, that is the secret. So I really implore upon the radio team to come out maturely and just broadcast these things, just discuss these things to help other nations abroad. Because you know that senior church leadership, the Lord spoke to me and he showed me the dream that top church leadership globally are tuned in. They want to know what is the instruction, which is the way, how do we do it? How do we get there? How did Kenya get there? May the Lord bless you, the senior bishop meeting and all those tuned in globally across the nation. Let us prepare the way. Let us be on this way. Let us follow this instruction. The king is coming. The Messiah is coming. Jesus is the way. Alone, he is the way, the truth, and the life. But he has now sent his messengers that are loaded with the instruction of God on how to prepare this way for the glorious coming of Jesus, our way into the kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you. Shalom. Todah. Todah Rabbah. Todah Lachem. Todah Haverim. Todah.